In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life dedicated to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin, they would call others into a life of holiness, and they would let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. In honor of these great men, each November I get together with a couple thousand men and spend a month focused on growing. Growing in community, growing in virtue, and growing out our beards. This year we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Bearded Virtues. My name's Tony Vicenda, and I'm excited to have myself and some of my favorite people share their reflections on cardinal virtues with you. Sundays during the Nazarite Challenge, we have some of our favorite Franciscan priests, the Friars of the Holy Spirit from Phoenix, Arizona, kick off our week of reflection by preaching on that week's virtue. Today we have Father Alcoon introducing us to this week's virtue, courage. This is day 11 of the Nazarite Challenge. This is Father Alcoon Hurl, a lecture on courage. The Greeks define the human being as a rational animal, the Greek philosophers, that is, especially Plato and Aristotle. Um, my lecture is, a strong, is, is based upon Aristotle. They define a human being as rational animal, whereas animals finish, um, they're kind of finished already, they're perfect. In a way, human beings are unfinished, um, whereas animals have fur and claws and um, they automatically do what they're supposed to do. Human beings don't know exactly what they're supposed to do. Um, they have uh, very little hair on their bodies, very little protection, very little armor, and very, very weak claws. However, the things that w human beings do have is uh, their wits. We live by our wits. In a certain way, we're unfinished, um, unlike the animals. And so we have to finish ourselves. And we finish ourselves, we perfect ourselves um, through our reason and the words through through words and and also through our rational capacity we establish habits within ourselves habits of action um they're kind of like second nature they become instinctual but they are things that we have to form consciously um and these habits that that lead to human happiness or the end of human life human goodness or blessedness is called virtue for the greeks for aristotle in Greek, that word is arete. Um, this word comes from Ares, the god of war. Um, and uh, that's very interesting. In, so, in a certain way, all, for the Greeks, all true virtue, um, the primary instance of virtue is virtue in war. So Aristotle, um, he for the primary virtue for Aristotle was courage. He begins with courage um, in the, of all the, the virtues in the Nicomachean Ethics. Um, the four cardinal virtues um, for the Greeks was courage, temperance, justice, and prudence. And one of the reasons why Aristotle begins with courage is because it's the most beautiful of the virtues. It's the most obvious of the virtues. It's the most desirable of all the virtues. It's the one that touches us. And the reason why is it's because it's the one that's most connected to beauty. So the, the word for courage in Greek is um, Andrea which literally means manliness, to be like a man, to be the fullness of a man. Um, a true man is, is one who has courage. It's, it's really manliness would be a direct um, translation, a better translation um, um, for, um, to be literal to Aristotle. Um, so ultimately for Aristotle to have courage is to have courage ultimately in war and to face death. Um, and to overcome the fear of death in war is the primary instance of the, 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 the virtue of courage. 
So all virtue for Aristotle, these things, uh, these habits, these excellences um, that through which we um, perfect ourselves and make ourselves happy through our rational nature, um, are, are extremes between, means between two extremes. So the extreme of courage would be boldness or, or, or a rash person would, would be overly bold. And then um, the other extreme would be fear or cowardice. So the primary object that, that, um, that courage deals with is fear, and especially the fear of death. Um, so the question is, uh, why would the rational animal, the one who really can see that we die, the other animals don't see that they die. We see that we die, so we fear death. The other animals don't fear death. They avoid pain, but they don't really fear death. But because we can see it, we fear it. So why would the rational animal then overcome the fear of death in war? Why would you go die in war? And the the only explanation for this, because fear is ultimately an expectation of evil. You know you will die when you go and rush into the into the into the the flurry of bullets. You know you're going to die. Why do men do this? Um, So all courage overcomes this fear of death. But why would we choose to die? Well, uh, for Aristotle, the answer to that is love of honor. Um, it moves us to choose a certain death rather than disgrace. So we fear disgrace, the disgrace of running away from the bullets or the arrows um, over the, you know, the death that we receive. And so Hector chooses to die at the hands of Achilles rather than run in fear. Right? His wife begs him to stay. The people don't want him to go and face Achilles because it's a certain death. Achilles is the greater warrior. But Hector goes anyway because he 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 would rather he he uh, he desires honor and loves honor. Now, what's this root of the honor? Well, ultimately, it's the love of the the, be- the beautiful because honor involves in, of how things seem, how you appear. So ultimately, you want to appear beautiful. So to really love honor means you must be trained in beauty and ultimately be courageous. You have to be trained in beauty. So the cologne is the Greek word for beauty. Um, which which can be translated beautiful or noble or good, but ultimately the cologne is something that that primarily defined Greek culture, a noble death. Um, so Hector, in a certain way, meditates on his own death when he when he avoids the disgrace of not defending his his country, his city from the attacking attacking Greeks. He he looks at his dying at the hands of Achilles as a beautiful thing, as a thing of honor. Um, as something that appears beautiful and it is the right thing to do because it is the beautiful thing. And so in a certain way, he meditates on his own death in the same way that he would look upon the painting of a a general dying in war, like the famous uh, painting by John Trumbull, uh, General Warren at the Battle of Bunker Hill. I I recommend that you look at that painting for this podcast. But especially, I also like you when you look up the Shaw Memorial on the Boston Commons, one of my favorite pieces of art, one of my favorite uh, American artists is Augustus St. Gaudens. On the Boston Commons, there's the Robert Gold Shaw Memorial. It's the 54th uh, Massachusetts Regiment, the first all-black regiment. Um, Shaw was 25 years old. In that, you see the, the stiff-backed Shaw on the back of a horse and all the, the stalwart and... and um, and with it, their jaws set, these these uh, these freed uh, black men during the Civil War going forth to a battle. Ultimately, um, the the Mass the fifty fourth Massachusetts Regiment went to on a battle in South Carolina, 
and uh, Shaw was the first one to be killed. And there's a famous um, painting of, of Shaw being killed. And he's, he went to the front of the line uh, with these men and led them into battle. And Shaw, the, the Confederates, uh, of course, then destroyed almost the whole regiment. There were some survivors. Um, and um, they, they disrespected Shaw, quote-unquote, by instead of giving him an officer's burial, uh, a white man's burial at that time, they just threw him in with the bodies of his, of his men. And this is a beautiful thing, um, that, he was, that he was buried ultimately with the men that he died for, the men that he laid into battle and the men that he led into freedom. And this is something that moves our hearts to courage. It's something that, that makes us want to go die, want to go um, live well, um, live courageously because we're inspired by a piece of art that points to this courageous reality. Much like the Greeks were inspired by the death of the 300 at Thermopylae, 300 Spartans at the hands of the Persians, and they went on to defeat the Persian army. And so courage is very important for life and the way that we're ultimately um, convert, the way that ultimately we are perfected in this life is, is through courage. We cannot be happy without the virtue of courage because we'll never move to action because in a certain way, moving to action, overcoming laziness, overcoming sloth, um, doing what God has called us to do, doing what men do, um, doing what um, ultimately we know we should do, what's honorable to do. Um, we're only roused to that through beauty. And especially these, these depictions of of a beautiful death and war are things that rouse us. So I recommend that we look at that. Finally, the other extreme for beauty or for courage is uh, the um, by being overly bold. So the other extreme is to do something that's that's rash, um, like for instance, just to stupidly run into bullets with um, with no one to to find you. There's a famous uh, climbing of Meru by the uh, by Conrad Akers and Jimmy Chin. Um, they get to about a hundred meters from Meru. This is a, an un, no one's ever climbed this one of the most difficult mountains in the world in the Himalayas to climb, and they turn around because they they realize that if they died in that last hundred meters, um, that they would be dishonoring the the sport of of mountain climbing. Um, so they turn around. Um, they weren't afraid to die climbing Meru, but they didn't want to die in a non-beautiful way. And so therefore they were not rash and they honored the mountain climbing sport by not dying that day. So uh, we are all called to be courageous. Uh, coraggio uh, in Italian, courage, core comes from the word heart. Uh, courage in old French. And that's where our word courage comes from, heart. So take heart. Um, let your passion flow, but let it always be tempered by the beautiful. And therefore, to be courageous, we must have sensitivity to the beautiful and look at beautiful art. So um, have courage. Amen. Thank you, Father, for calling us to a life of virtue. To share your thoughts on today's reflection, head over to our Facebook group. You can find a link in the notes for the show. And you can also find out more about the Franciscan Fires of the Holy Spirit and our other sponsors for the Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Bombco, Pink Salt Riot, eCatholic, and many more. For more information on their work, please visit the show notes or look at NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about the Nazarite Challenge and Bearded Virtues is to share the challenge page and to rate and review the show on iTunes. 
If you rate and review the podcast this month, you'll get entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Catholic Bomb Kit. Until next time, gentlemen, stop shaving and start praying. <laughs>